Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. And this game is a bloodbath. I suppose Aiden O'Connell is happy, uh, Pony, but... Man, am I was I wrong about Brandon Staley? Like I was big wrong about him. It would not shock me at all if he was fired uh, by the time people are listening to this on Friday morning. I'm going through Twitter to see. I don't have that like pro fo- pro football reference like uh, premium account where you can sort things and get stats like a lot of people in the media do. I don't know if you're one of those guys that pays yeah. for that, but. When was the last time we had a game that was this bad at halftime? What was the score of the Dolphins and uh, Broncos game at halftime this year? I'm looking that up right now. Uh, to see oh, the 720 game? Then this, yes. Um, that game was – that game was 28 – that was 42 to 13 at halftime. Or, no, 35 to 13. So this is even worse than that, Danny. I mean, should there be a slaughter rule in the NFL? Like youth, like youth sports? Just no, re- because, because we've had gambling. We've had, we've had Colts. Yeah, absolutely. That number one, we've had Colts chiefs. We've had, uh, um, I was at that game. Yeah. That was at one the, of the craziest Andrew things Lush I've ever games. seen. Uh, yeah, had, down down thirty eight to ten, and they came back. Oilers, Bills. So no, I don't want that. But it's just, I mean, they were a three point underdog in this game, the Chargers. So Vegas thought that this was going to be a competitive game between two teams that are not very good. The Raiders got shut out last week, and they've got forty two in the first half against a defensive head coach. I know Bose is not playing, but you still have Khalil Mack who had six sacks the last time. These two teams played. Staley has gone from the progressive-minded coach that was the analytics darling's best friend to the worst coach who's working in the NFL at the moment. He will be gone. 
And we'll see if the Spanos family for the first time wants to go out since Marty Schottenheimer and pay a lot of money for a big time coach, or if they try to go the young offensive coach route, which I could see them doing too, hiring somebody. I, I think the, that's the right route. Who is the offensive equivalent of Brandon Staley, a guy in his thirties who is a first time head coach. I mean, that's what I would want if I was a Chargers fan. Would Lincoln Riley leave USC to coach the Chargers? That's not what I, dude. I, if I'm hiring a head coach, I want the best offensive mind I can get with NFL experience. But how would you grade that hire? I mean, at least he's offensive, but I'd be worried about the jump to the league. Like, to me, man, if, if Justin Herbert is available to be the coach, to be the coach of Justin Herbert, like, yeah, you got to go through Mahomes, but they're a top two job that's going to become available this offseason. I mean, the Bears job is maybe better if you like Caleb more than Herbert and the, and the Bears supporting cast and, like, the tradition and the city and the history and the fan base. But it's L.A., so that's pretty awesome. Not a ton of local pressure. Uh, and you get a top 10, borderline top five quarterback in the NFL in his prime. So I think they would be insane to hire a defensive head coach. I think they'd be insane to hire a college coach. To me, that is an obvious. Well, you're putting Jim Harbaugh in the college coach bucket. No, he's got NFL experience. I mean, you know. Because uh, I like that more than I like Belichick for them. Oh, me too. Me too. But I'm saying, I'm saying like Ben Johnson's your first call. Uh, See, I'd rather have Harbaugh than Johnson. I'd rather have Johnson than Harbaugh. Even with the way Jared Goff's looked the last month? Yeah, I still think he's overachieved okay. with what with what they've done overall. And this is just a – Harbaugh's won everywhere he's gone, but he's crazy. So the candle burns fast. And it's been a decade since he's been in the league. Whereas Ben Johnson is calling plays for a successful offense in the NFL right now. So I've got no concern that he can get it done in the modern NFL. I assume Harbaugh can, but it has been a decade. I know that Ben Johnson can, but the questions with him would be, can he be a head coach? But this is enough on these teams. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's get to the games. Cowboys and Bills is our game of the week this week. Uh, If both teams made the playoffs, who would you believe in more? Bills. Okay. I figured the way Bills, Bills. I figured the way you asked this question because I know you. You're a bit of a contrarian. I figured you were prepared to have the non-conventional answer. How do you make that argument? Uh, Easily, I think with the two schedules, the Bills are favored in this game, and the Cowboys have to go to Miami next week. I think they're going to lose both games, even with Philly's. downfall here or slide the Eagles are still going to win the division in my opinion they finish with the same record the Eagles are going to win the division so that would put Dallas on the road 
yeah, it would be against the NFC South in the first game, more than likely. But look at the contrast in the splits in what the Cowboys do in Dallas versus what they do on the road. They are 3-3 three and three on the road this year, and their point differential is plus 17. I think by the end of the season, they're going to have lost five games on the road. Con- compare that to Buffalo, gone to Philadelphia, almost won that game, went to Kansas City, and won. They've proven to me that they can take their team on the road and play more competitively than the Cowboys. And by the way, they're going to have been in a playoff mindset for more than a month. And an AFC where, I'm sorry, I don't really bank on any of those teams right now. There's not a team that I love, Baltimore the most, but not enough for me to say that they're like the San Francisco of the AFC, you know, where they're just head and shoulders better. So, yeah, if the Bills get in, I like their chances better than Dallas's for sure. Dallas to win the Super Bowl right now is eight and a half to one. Buffalo is 18 to one. Yeah, that's because... That's because of where that's because of the Bills record and because Well, that's if, a good reason. No, but that, but I but that that's not taking into account if both teams made the playoffs. Well, right, is, but like, I feel I feel like your analysis here is saying, well, the Bills are going to win this game and Dallas is going to lose the next one. Like the Bills absolutely could lose. Uh, my analysis game. is if both teams are in uh who has a better chance and the Cowboys would have to go through San Francisco and, the and Bills I think they're don't have that in that spot. I agree with right. That. And the Bills don't have a team in front of them like that. And by the way, I know that this line says that on a neutral field, Dallas would be favored over Buffalo. But guess what? There's not a team in the AFC that would be on a neutral field because we just saw what the line was for Chiefs and Bills last week. And Vegas told us if those two teams played on a neutral field, the Bills would have been favored in that game. It was less than three at Arrowhead. That's how good the odds makers think they are. And I agree with them on that. Do you think they're better than Baltimore? I think they can be. Well, well, yeah. I think they're, let me put it this way. They're closer to Baltimore than the Cowboys are to the 49ers. I agree with that because Baltimore is not as good as the 49ers. Right. I think that's more of a Baltimore point and a San Francisco point than it is a, than it is a Buffalo one. Listen, the truth is, is that the AFC playoffs is going to be a series of coin flips. But you've also seemed to have glossed over how the Cowboys have not proven to be a good team on the road yet this year, including losing a game to Arizona handily. That is the aberration in their schedule this year. I don't know, man. Like I, I tend to believe the home road numbers more in the in like the the aggregate in the macro than the micro. Like the Browns' defense is the best in the NFL at home. But then you look at it and it's like, okay, it's six games and they got Arizona without Kyler Murray and they got the Steelers and it's they beat San Francisco, but that was in week five. It's not that big of a sample size. When you look at the road, the home road splits for like home field advantage, it matters less than it's ever mattered before in the history of the of football the last few years. Like home field advantage is decreasing overall. So the Bills have lost one game by, by more than a touchdown in three years. And it was to Indianapolis when Jonathan Taylor went wild for like four touchdowns and 200 yards. They play every good team close. I can't believe I'm making the argument for the Bills when I hated this team at the beginning of the year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so, so now they're like the second best team in the NFL. But before the year, you thought they were on fraud alert. What is going on here? What What have they shown you? 
that suggest that suggest that they're a consistent team that uh, you can know uh, what they're going to be week in and week I'm out. In, I'm, I'm a Josh I'm, Allen guy on this show. I love the offensive coordinator move, and I've loved the way they played the last two weeks. And in, in uh, tough places to win against the last. But what are we going to do Sunday night when they school? lose this game? Uh, then I will eat crow, but I'm telling you, they're not going to lose. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I can't listen. I can't argue with that logic then. Uh, Ravens and Jags out of curiosity for Danny Parkins. What's your middle name, by the way? Jacob for Danny Jacob Parkins. Yes, sir. Tell me why Lamar isn't talked about for MVP. Well, he's the third favorite and there's a big gap between him at three and Jalen Hurts at four. Uh, Purdy and Dak Prescott are in a, a virtual dead heat uh, at, atop the ranks. The numbers are good, but not great. That I mean, that that's what it is. The number the numbers are efficient, but the numbers are not overwhelming for Lamar Jackson. And Brock Purdy is on a team that is going to be the one seed going away. Baltimore could be the one seed, but that is, but but San Francisco has a much cleaner path to the one seed than Baltimore does. And I think that it's that simple, quite frankly. But Lamar has been remarkable. And I think, and I get mocked sometimes on the radio show for the eye test, because like I am a analytics numbers proponent, but I'm also a sicko who watches all these stupid games. To me, Lamar's eye test has been better than his numbers this year. He looks incredible. Some of the plays, like the individual plays he makes, He's elevating guys around him. He survived the Mark Andrews injury. Zay Flowers is good, but he's not great. Odell Beckham is good, but he's not nearly in his prime. And he is performing and winning games. So I I think Lamar is a better player than Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. Right. And he's going to have more passing yards this year than he did in his MVP season. He's yeah, going to go the for touchdown. I mean, dude, the, the, he had 36 touchdowns against six picks in his MVP season. Okay. He led the league in passing touchdowns that year. I get all that. Um, well, that's what, that's what it is, right? Like it's, those numbers are not as productive. Okay. But MVP and usually it goes to a quarterback on either the team with the best record in the AFC or the team with the best record in the NFC. There's Adrian Peterson in there in 2012. And then with rare exception, do they, do the voters do anything else? Did your team have a great record? Are you a quarterback? You're in 14 wins, 13 wins. That's what put, they they treat quarterback wins like they're a big deal. But then, and then ask yourself the question that you just it's, did. It, it's just it's just sixteen touchdowns, man. It's it's it, he's seventeenth in the NFL in touchdowns, and he's only got five rushing touchdowns. So it's twenty one combined touchdowns. That's just not enough. But you just said, I agree that, with you. Okay, but one more thing, he is clearly the best player in their offense. And it's yes. not even close. Right. And CD Lamb San is better Francisco, than Dak Prescott. Exactly. And in yes. San Francisco, you have McCaffrey and maybe Debo Samuel and maybe the left tackle. I mean, it like if you take the valuable part of the award on its face, he is by far more valuable than the other two guys are. And his team's record is going to be probably the same as those two teams. I so are you I mean but you know that human beings vote for this award. 
And I'm telling you how they usually do it. They usually look at the team's record. But I think he's got a shot, man. I think he's got a shot and he's just sleeping or he's, if they go to San Francisco and win on Christmas Eve or Christmas day or whenever that game is next week, you think people are going to give a rat's ass about 16 touchdowns and, and, and six picks if he wins that game? Well, I mean, if he wins that game, that would help him. But Brock Purdy's got 600 more passing yards and 25 passing touchdowns compared to 17. Like and, but you also have you also have voters who think if he played for my team or your team that he would be a league average quarterback. No one uh, would say that I, about Lamar Jackson. And, and I tend to agree. Yeah, uh, with with that. And dude, like I said off the top. Lamar is better than Dak, and he's better than Purdy. I agree with you. And my eyes have been – this is the most – he seems better this year than he was in his MVP season in terms of, like, play, like raw playmaking ability. But I don't think he's – I don't think the counting stats are there. I don't I don't think you could be a middle-of-the-pack statistical quarterback uh, and, and, and win that award, given some of the crazy statistical seasons we've seen recently. 